It's a Monday morning, and you know what that means, streamers. Welcome back to the Isolation Station of Love. It is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landon the Daz Dome, kicking your week off the right way, bringing you a little bit of Disney news. Hopefully, you had a killer week last week. You got everything you wanted accomplished, but if not, you got a fresh seven days in front of you, and I got faith you're going to get it done this week. Joining me at this point is where I bring in my co-host, my tag team partner, if you will. Or you know her. You love her. She is the rising star in the podcasting and the streaming world now. Follow her on Twitter at AsianZing95. Uh, Adventures with Steppers everywhere else on the social platforms. Adventures with Steppers is her amazing podcast. Get it wherever you get your fine podcast. It's Steppers! Steppers, how are we doing this morning, afternoon, or evening? We're going to have to change your intro because we are also splashing in some universal news and I am feeling highly underrepresented in this show. Um, I would like to speak to a manager. Okay, well, that's two weeks in a row. You've definitely just stepped all over my gimmick right out of the gate. So uh, thank you for doing that. But as you know, on this podcast, it's not Disney versus Universal. It's Disney and Universal. It's and as a matter of fact... We're bringing a lot of universal news to the table this week. And when I say we, it's mostly you, Mrs. Universal. So we are going to have some more universal representation, particularly in this week's episode. And I did say a little bit of Disney news because when it comes from news out of the house of the mouse, it's been a relatively quiet week. Now, it seems like everybody and their mom has been focused on Epcot and the upcoming opening of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. We are practically here. It's opening over Memorial Day weekend, which is coming up this weekend. Uh, annual pass holder previews have been going well. We have a friend who went on his annual pass holder preview uh, for Rewind and had very high praises for it to the point where I might have to book a trip down to Orlando this summer just so I can ride this roller coaster. I uh, cannot wait to get on it, but not surprising to hear he had such a good time on it because it's been getting pretty good reviews, but there is some big news regarding the newest attraction in Epcot. Uh, Scott Gustin on his social media account uh, his Twitter account, more accurately, tweeted out that when Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opens on May 27th, we already knew it was going to be going with a virtual queue option only, but there are going to be three windows for you to get in on the virtual queue. Your first option is going to be at 7 a.m., kind of like it had been for Rise of the Resistance, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and previous virtual queue attractions in the past uh, your second one is going to be 1 p.m if available here is where i think it gets very interesting a third virtual queue option is going to be at 6 p.m but this is not going to be for the general public the third and final 6 p.m virtual queue option is going to be for qualifying resort guests on nights when extended evening hours are offered at epcot I think I'm I'm a fan of Disney using the virtual queue, at least in the past on attractions. I personally have had pretty good success on getting a spot 
on attractions using the virtual queue. I think I've said on podcasts in the past, the only time I was never able to get on Rise or I was never able to get on Remy's Ratatouille are on days when Rise in particular was just flat out not running that day. So I'm looking forward to using the virtual queue in the future. I understand some people aren't a fan of it, but the fact that there's going to be three options, really two, but three if you're staying on uh, select Disney resorts and they have the extended evening hours uh, that day, I think that says to me, if you want to get on Cosmic Rewind, you're going to have your shot to ride this new roller coaster in Epcot. I will say I do feel like they are... I think they quote unquote heard the masses when people were talking ish about like, okay, we're staying on site, but what do we really even get? I think they're trying to cater to those guests because let's be honest, the, the offerings that they have for on-site guests, what are they? Like really, what are they? I think this is more of an exclusive like, hey, um, we can save us for the end of the night. We can try again at six, you know, and, and go from there. I, th I, I think that that's a good move, at least for, I, I like virtual queues mm -hmm. mostly because I like doing other things in the, in the same, at the same time. Um, I'm interested to see how successful it is. I know that at the beginning it'll be buggy and bleh, <laughs> but I think there's, there's going to be some positives coming out of of it being virtual queue, at least two two and a two and a pinch times a day. Mm -hmm. And and this is going to work uh, like virtual queues in the past had. The seven a.m. option you can book it from your hotel room, from your resort, from your house. If you are a local, you don't have to be in the park. To enter into the 1 p.m. virtual queue option, you do have to be in Epcot, similar to the way you had to be in Hollywood Studios if you wanted to get in on that 1 p.m. virtual queue option for Rise of the Resistance. For the 6 p.m. option, and this is, again, only for qualifying resort guests. You do not need to be in the park. Scott Gustin goes on to say that this is important. Each guest can enter the virtual queue no more than once per day during regular park hours. What does that mean? If you're an eligible resort guest who obtained a virtual queue during regular hours, you will be eligible to join the virtual queue again at 6 p.m. So we've been seeing a lot of reports, even during the annual pass uh, holder previews, you can only get on uh, Cosmic Rewind one time during your day in Epcot. This is going to be your workaround if you want to experience this attraction more than once, because we do know that there is uh, different soundtrack options. Uh, we covered that a few weeks ago, and I have heard sometimes, depending on what song you get, it can impact the enjoyment that you do have on uh, Cosmic Rewind. Our friend who, uh, on his on his go through of this attraction, he said he thought that the song he he got added to it. Uh, he got uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, which was one of those songs that I was kind of like, huh, that's an interesting choice. But he said it added to the experience. So if you do want to try and get a different song, going back to what Steffer said, this might be another incentive to get you to stay on property. Because in addition to the extended hours, both in the morning and in the evening, you might now have another shot to get on uh, Cosmic Rewind 
multiple times during your stay down at Epcot. Yeah, I think time will tell. I, I, a lot of people are going to want the different songs. So I think this is going to be a really big selling point for them. Hot takes by Steffers. <laughs> yeah, way to go stand out on that ledge. But um, yeah, I, I think this is a smart move by Disney. Uh, I, I'm a fan of the virtual queue. I like the fact that they are going to have multiple windows for you to enter into the virtual queue. So if you are one of those people who don't want to get up at 7 a.m. on your vacation, I understand that. I saw a lot of people complaining about having to get up super early on their vacation. I 1000% get that. If my body wasn't trained to get up in the middle of the night to go to work and I'm already up at 7 a.m. anyway, I would probably be of that mindset anyway. And yeah, it's your vacation. Nobody wants to get up at that point to roll over, hit a couple buttons on your phone to try and maybe get in a virtual line to ride an attraction later in that day. I get that. So you have that option to be in the park at 1 p.m. to try and get in that virtual queue uh, for an attraction. But I do like the fact that this is going to be the virtual queue coming back multiple times to get in. And they're adding a third option if you are a qualifying resort guest. I, I'm a big fan of this move. I understand not everybody's pleased with it, but me personally, two thumbs up from uh, the Dawes. You know what's not going to get two thumbs up? this next story oh 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 wow uh not only is that a killer uh segue it is 100 true 100 true so for those who don't know i am low-key because i am so low-key i don't promote myself i am low-key a travel agent and i actually got this email from disney one like right before this broke to the masses okay disney is how did it go over with your clients steffers well, it ain't it. I can tell you that much. It ain't it. But Disney is removing the pre-arrival purchase option for Disney Genie Plus. And if you all know, I hate Genie Plus because it is poop. It, mm -hmm. it is poop. Um, beginning June 8th, Disney Genie Plus will not be available as a pre-arrival purchase. Guests will only be able to purchase Disney Genie Plus on the day of their visit and only for the current day. With the launch of new bookings, we will also make an adjustment to how guests purchase the Disney Genie Plus service, which remains popular and in high demand amongst our guests. <laughs> From the beginning, our goal has been to launch, learn, and evolve as we see how guests are using the service. Starting June 8th, Disney Genie Plus will only be offered for purchase through the My Disney Experience app on the day of your visit. We will no longer offer the option to purchase this service pre-arrival as a ticket add-on for dates remaining in 2020. 22 and 2023. I forgot what year we were in. Mm -hmm. This means <clears throat> this means moving forward, whether you have an annual pass, multi or single day ticket, you may only purchase Disney Genie Plus service on the day of your visit via the app one day at a time subject to availability. We're focused on delivering the best possible guest experience and this adjustment will help manage the incredibly strong demand our guests have shown for Disney Genie Plus. Barf. We expect that on average, guests who purchase Disney Genie Plus service will continue to enter two to three attractions or experiences each day using the Lightning Lane entrance when the first selection is made early in the day. If you've already purchased a ticket that includes Disney Genie Plus for later in 2022, don't worry, you'll still be able to use it during your visit. Please note that this update is only happening at Walt Disney World and not the West Coast. But, mm. Mm. Why? 
whole lot to unpack there. By the way, uh, the uh, the barf and the wretched noises that wasn't in Disney's official statement. I think that it, might have been it was some, not. Yeah, I yeah. I might have ad libbed a little bit <laughs> because I just feel like this is this is you you get one thing and then they take another. Is is what I'm getting right now. This is these are the vibes from Disney that I'm getting. Um, I think this sucks because I number one if you're on site at at the parks can the servers handle all these people trying to refresh and make their 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 selections number one as like a tech person that was the first thing that came to mind number two okay what if you're an AP and like hey I want to head to so-and-so today let me get a last minute reservation maybe it's like in the afternoon you ain't gonna be able to do that. I mean, you can. I mean, I guess locals can kind of just gauge it and not buy it anyway. But it really kind of just eliminates that kind of option, in my opinion. Because why are you... What are you really gonna get at that point? Um, What was the third thing? There was a third thing that I had in my mind. I just... um. Well, while you try and remember your third thing, one thing that stood out to me in this statement... They added the line subject to availability to uh -huh. Genie Plus. That uh -huh. now means that Genie Plus possibly could sell out the day that you and your family are attending whatever park you're in during your trip on Walt Disney World. So this virtual thing, it could sell out. That surprises me that i mean the whole genie plus situation if you've listened to this podcast i've already publicly identified myself as the stupidest man alive when it comes to genie plus um has made me raise my eyebrows several times but the fact that it could now just be like yeah sorry no more genie plus today the moose out front should have told you that uh hmm and like you won't know you you yeah. already have your park reservation that you've made six months in advance or whatever. I might, I'm like throwing that yeah, number out in the universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you show up that day and you say, Hey, I have a plan. It's like, this is the T it is like the 60 day in advance fast pass. And then you go to book and you get like, you get nothing, but at least that's 60 days in advance and you're not there already. And you're not at the park about to like start your day. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. feel like that's a little sus. Well, and, okay. and another thing about the Genie Plus, if, if you're going back to what, what I was talking about, if you're not the type of person that gets up at the crack of 7 a.m. Oh, yeah, exactly. To, to, to book your, your uh, virtual queue uh, spot for Rise of the Resistance or Remy or now Cosmic Rewind. If you're not that same person who's there for rope drop to get your Genie Plus and start booking it immediately, if you want to have a breakfast at the Polynesian and then roll in to uh, to the Magic Kingdom, say around like 10, 30, 11, and then you want to start using Genie Plus, uh, your options might be limited. And at that point, I don't even know if Genie Plus would be worth it at that point, because that was kind of- it's I, not. I Yeah, I think that was part of my issue when it came to Genie Plus on my last trip down to Disney, because I'm generally not a rope dropper when it comes to my time in the parks. I want to go at, at my own leisure. I, I want to, you know, 
get that breakfast at the Polynesian. I want to get to the parks, you know, around 10, 30, 11, noon sometimes for, for a lunch. And then it's like, oh, what are my options? Nothing. And you want me to pay for this? Why? And now you're telling me it could possibly sell out? Ugh. I know, I know when they're in their... Heck, last week we talked about their uh, second quarter earnings. They made almost $7 billion and they pointed to Genie Plus as part of the reason why. Even though I'm not a big fan of it, it's a, it's, it, it, it's a moneymaker for Disney. I think Disney's making a wrong choice here when it comes to Genie Plus. Yeah, and you're an out-of-state pass holder too, which like that also contributes to, I don't know. I'm just... Mm... Disney, what are you doing is all I'm going to say. I mean, I know what they're doing, but, you know, why are they this way? I don't know. But That's hey, fine. I mean, like like I just said, we talked about it last week. Uh, they're making money, so uh, they're not going to be changing course anytime soon. Uh, but I don't not know. Not at all. If, uh, if, if, if enough people aren't uh, aren't happy enough, aren't happy with uh, this change on Genie Plus because Genie Plus does have its fans out there. We talked uh, uh, about it last week, uh, even though it's not necessarily our favorite thing. There are some people out there who dig it, Stuffers. But uh, speaking of what we talked about last week, uh, last week we talked about them removing the Lightning Lane option for a character meet and greet in Hollywood Studios. We have another another example of that this time in animal kingdom the still closed adventurers outpost mickey and minnie meet and greet has seen its lightning lane sign removed now this is a a meet and greet that has yet to be reopened since the covid 19 closures so there is some speculation that maybe the lightning lane is being removed to be updated to match uh some other signage but at the same time i think this is a this could be another issue another example of them removing a lightning lane uh, attraction, kind of like what we saw last week in Hollywood Studios, them removing the red carpet meet and greet. So uh, a lot of Genie plus lightning lane talk. And um, as somebody like, like this is one of my favorite meet and greets in all of the Walt Disney World Resort. I, I have a picture of me and Mickey and Minnie and their safari get up and it is awesome. So. Uh, the uh, the standby entrance sign is still up, but like I said, as of now, this meet and greet has not reopened since the COVID-19 closures. And uh, so keep an eye on that and keep an eye for the lightning lane sign as well. Correct. Keep an eye out because there'll be probably a ton of updates eventually. Who knows? Who really knows? All right. So on to happier news. Yay. And this is because- something that that, that I yeah. am happy about. And this yeah, is something yeah. that I actually experienced this week because uh, we get to talk about Mickey's not so scary Halloween party coming back again. And uh, last week we were talking about how the pre-sale period for resort guests was going on. Now it is open to the general public and I am happy to report I was able to purchase the tickets for the nights that I'm going to be able to go down there and I called into Disney and Steffers. Do you know how long it took me on the phone? Um, I'm hoping no more than 10 minutes because I don't have patience to wait on the phone for four hours. About 17 minutes. I'm proud of you. Good it job, was, Disney. You got your schnikes together. Yes. 
Yes, great job, Disney. Not only did I get the phenomenal customer service that we know and love from the cast members of Disney, uh, it took 17 minutes, which is just such a breath of fresh air from some of the marathon, several hour call literally 200 times to get through to speak to somebody marathons that I've had with Disney. But uh, the general public are now available to get their tickets to the 2022 Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. And I look forward to attending me and the girlfriend. Super excited to uh, go down and uh, have the Not So Scary Halloween Party after we go to Mickey's Scary as fuck Halloween Party in uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in, in mm-hmm. Uh, Universal earlier in that weekend. Oh, yes. So, um... I won't be attending. I, I want to attend at some point. I am not, if you know me, I am I more lean toward Christmas than Halloween. But I do think that this is like a cute, now that it's back to its, well, hopefully it'll be back to its full thing since it's back to its original name mm-hmm. versus uh, the Boobash, the boobash mm-hmm. which was Emphasis a boo. on the boo. <laughs> <laughs> I love us. Um, I do want to attend at some point. I just don't think... I actually looked at the dates that of the trip that I already have planned and it just wouldn't be feasible because we're doing some other stuff. Um, but I'd like to attend at some point in my life. That would be really cool. I also kind of maybe will decide to do the Christmas party since it, it you know, it hasn't been confirmed, but I feel like if they're going to bring back Halloween, they're going to bring back bring back christmas Mm -hmm. um and i low-key have an extra day in december so maybe i will partake in that um i'm very excited for you though landon and i'm very excited for the girlfriend i'm not gonna dox her on the internet but (laughs) um if y'all are going to not so scary please let us know at dazda's disney on the twitter and um that's that's just part one of the good news that we have for you today. Mm-hmm. There, there's a part two. Uh, you know her. You love her. The pricing and showtimes revealed for June 2022 return of Hoopty Doo Musical Review has been posted. Has been has been a thing. Um, it will be performed three times per night at 4 p.m., 6:15 p.m., and 8:30 p.m. Hoop is a two-hour show that includes an all-you-care-to-enjoy meal and unlimited draft beer, wine, and sangria. Available for guests 21 years of age or older. Uh, that just sounds like a good deal in and of itself. Heck yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Um, and soft drinks are also included. So there is a chart with the seating. You can kind of go online. I'm reading it off of Blog Mickey, but I'm sure Disney has posted it somewhere. Uh, there are three different seating categories, though, and reservations will begin starting May 26th, which will be Thursday, if you're listening to this on Drop Week. Uh, reserva- reservations will be available to be made up to 60 days in advance and are highly recommended. Highly recommended. We're uh, inside a month of hoop doo coming back. Yeah, that's, I was, yeah. How crazy is that? Uh, I mean, I've never been, but I hear great things. So like we have some friends who are super excited that this show is coming back. We have some friends who this is a must do experience when they go down to the Walt Disney World Resort. And like you said, seats are broken down into three categories. Uh, Category three, uh, ages, ages three, uh, prices are going to start at 
$39, ages 10 and up, $66. Uh, category two, $69. And then category one, $74. Uh, if you want to be on the main floor close to the stage and the important point of those pricing, same prices they were uh, when this show went on hiatus in 2020. I also do want to say that this is the category one, at least is more or less about the same price you'd pay at beer garden. So at least like I, I mean, I haven't been back there, but I'm pretty sure for me and Jackson, it might have been per person, actually, or not per person for both of us. But with all that you can get, I, I think mm, that's a good deal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You're you're getting smoked barbecue ribs, fried chicken. Uh, yeah. And unlimited alcohol. Exactly. Not to mention the actual show itself. Uh, by the way, uh, tickets on the floor, $74. Tickets in the balcony are going to be your $66 and or higher balcony. And then the lower balcony, those are going to be your tickets at $69 for ages 10 and up. So it's like... I, this this might be something that I'm going to do on my next trip down to Disney because this sounds like a lot of fun. Um, we we have friends, like I said, that are very much into this show. The food sounds awesome. And oh, yeah, by the way, all you care to enjoy uh, draft beer, sangria and uh, wine. That sounds phenomenal. Red, red. Wine. Sorry, I just I can't <laughs> go one show without word song association it's fine we're fine it is fine it is fine. if you actually like um i'm going to plug the twitter again if you have done the hoop do 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 we do uh tag us in some photos on the twitter as well uh you can tag me on instagram but uh landon won't won't look at it so mm -mm, no no we do, yeah we do have an instagram account but i always forget we have an instagram account until steffers mentions that we have an instagram account so Correct. Um, <laughs> and this next story is more like an FYI, nothing really, uh, nothing really fun or exciting here. But minivans have been spotted traveling the roads of Walt Disney World ahead of the return. I, I'm very confused. They were like, bye. And now they're like, hi. And mm -hmm. I, Disney I just did need say, some stability yeah. mm -hmm. in my they're life. They were coming back, quote, this summer. And I mean, we're almost to the end of May. And I think technically we're getting close to the beginning of, quote, this summer. So, I mean, uh, now would be a good time as any to bring back said minivans. But yeah, they're out in the wild now. So uh, if you're driving around the Walt Disney World Resort uh, roadways, uh, you could be sharing the uh, roads with minivans. And they are very, very, very noticeable when you are driving around. But uh yeah, that's, uh, that's really all the Disney news that we got to bring to you this week. Uh, so, Steffers, remember earlier in the show when, when you were saying you were feeling underrepresented and, uh, and and then I said it's Disney and Universal? I'm always underrepresented, but go ahead. Well, that's true. This is the and Universal part of the show because there was actually a lot of Universal-related news this week. Um, I mean, a lot. Mm. There was enough where I decided that I'm going to share it with you all. <laughs> oh, okay, which one do I want to start with first, though? Uh, let's start with this first one. So it was really funny and terrible timing on my part. But if you have frequented Universal Studios, you know that they have a cute little parade where they have, you know, Secret Life of Pets, Despicable Me, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. 
are the minions there? There has to be minions. Please, just, God, tell me. I, I said despicable me. But the minions. Yeah, yes, there are minions and there's oh, SpongeBob and Patrick oh. and whatever. Oh. Well, hold thank on to your hats because it the Universal Superstar Parade is ending its run on June 4th to make way for new entertainment experiences. But what about the what's going to happen to the minions and the parade staffers? They're taking over Shrek and probably Monsters Cafe. But mm-hmm. let's not talk about that. We're not talking Could about we that on this show. Get a whole minions parade staffers? No. Let's start that rumor. Uh, no. We're, it's the minions part featuring Harry Potter now. I I will cry. <laughs> um, I have no rumors or spec. Well, there was one rumor about what what this will become i just know that it i i actually was uh warned it was ending then i posted a tiktok about it but now it's ending so now i'm sad oh so you spoke this into existence way to go steffers honestly probably this is tragic (laughs) i am excited to see what new entertainment they are coming with i do i mean i do think it was kind of time for an update especially since we don't even have secret life pets like the ride i just it's fine I was going to say, is Secret Life of Pets like a... It's only in Hollywood. Okay. It's a ride, though. Okay. All right. I I, I didn't realize it it had that big of a presence in the parks, but I guess it really doesn't. Well, I was hoping that uh, Shrek would turn into Secret Life of Pets, but uh, here we are. You got to have minions, Steffers. Minions equal money. And also, apparently, every ant on Facebook loves to share memes of the minions. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's just true, Steffers. Okay, sure. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's true. Speaking of minions. Ah, oh, yes, finally some news about the minions. Shrek and Donkey's meet and greet is temporarily closing June 7th for relocation. For more minions. I mean, essentially, because they have to move because of where it's at. Anyway, <laughs> this is so tragic. I don't know where they're relocating to. I don't like there is a DreamWorks section at the back of the park by Fievel's Play Play Area and Curious George and all that jazz. I there's no confirmed, at least I haven't I haven't heard it, I haven't seen it. But they are relocating. If y'all haven't met Donkey and Shrek and sometimes Fiona, Donkey talks to you. He's mm-hmm. like a he's like a a, a bust that talks. He's like a roast comic. It's phenomenal. Oh, it's, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. If you bring any (laughs) Disney things to Universal, he will roast you. And it's pretty (laughs) iconic. (laughs) So TBD on where that's going, but it'll be temporarily closed starting June 7th. And I don't, I don't know yet where it's going. So they have to ask the minions first where, 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 where Shrek and Donkey and sometimes Fiona are going. They gotta ask the minion staffers. Uh, always, always, always. I'm sorry. I don't mean to railroad you. <laughs> That's fine. This is tragedy. Also, not not on the docket, but real friends share ET related things with me. There is a new ET Loungefly bag and Loungefly wallet, and guess who needs it? Hmm. Is it you, staffers? It's freaking me. It, it's me. I can confirm it. it. It's me that needs it. Um, and will I get it? Maybe. I, I 
I don't oh, come need on, it, but come I, on. but I need it. Maybe know? she says with a straight face. I just got one though. And the one that I got is actually cuter than the one that they're releasing, but it's okay. ET is getting love and I'm living for it. Moving on to, no, that's not a good segue. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got some, uh, no, let's do this one. We got a first look at the exterior in progress for the summer tribute store at Universal Studios Florida. If you don't know, each quote unquote season, they kind of switch up the tribute store, which is like a merchandise store that also has some specialty foods and treats and stuff. Um, this one looks very much like a movie like a mo old, old movie theater or if you know that arcade that's like a little bit past the mummy or like right past the mummy mm -hmm. it looks like that just like tribute store okay um i'm excited to see what they have in there i'm hoping it's a lot of tank tops bright colors and summery things but we will see no uh date on when this is going to open but very excited uh, speaking of, uh, you mentioned the mummy. Is that still uh, yes, under? Yes, still down. Okay. Still any down. any any word on when it's going to be back up? And also, is Brendan Fraser ever going to get his coffee? Um, unclear opening. Um, I do know that Orlando Informer is having their meetup next week when we're when we're recording or talking about this when this is releasing. Um, and I'm not sure if actually that's going to be open. I can double check, but I will say that someone at Com Comic-Con, what's the thing? Megacon, Megacon. Met him and said, will you be at the reopening of the Mummy ride at Universal? And he said he would love to. So, uh, you know, awesome. maybe speaking that into existence, who really knows? Yeah, come I on, Steffers, use your power for good. Speak uh, that into existence after you, after you got that one parade closed i will say that the mummy does not appear that it'll be open during the orlando informer meetup so i'm gonna say i think it's closed until the end of summer mm -hmm. or through summer sometime a, of the summer that's a killer attraction too oh and by 100%. the way like, like 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 if you've never been on one of these orlando informer get-togethers this is not a paid endorsement those things are phenomenal a little pricey but worth every penny Correct. Can confirm. I will be going back uh, at a later date. So <laughs> I'm I'm that person. Anyway, uh, also last week, I think we teased this rumor. And since then, this rumor has been confirmed. But the first Halloween Horror Nights house announcement has been released. Universal Monsters Legends Collide has been announced for Halloween Horror Nights. And it will be the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy. Is that what he's called? Yeah, yeah, that's what he's called. I the was mummy. like, that's, yeah. we've been talking about mummies way too much, so I had to doubt myself there. <laughs> um, if you have a favorite, please let me know because I'm just intrigued. But we kind of speculated this on my show when I was talking to the boys about it, the HHN crew of the boys. Um, it sounds great. I really enjoy what they do with Universal Monsters. I, 10 out of 10 would recommend. If you like scary things like haunted houses, uh, you should attend Halloween Horror Nights. And on that same token, they also released their first merch line. So they started doing this, you know, when the world caught on fire. They were, they like, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, set release dates for different 
lines for Halloween Horror Nights. So the uh, Monsters line, the Universal Monsters Legends Clyde shirt, uh, and it looks like it's an ornament, uh, has been appearing at Universal. I think this might be at the Born, at the end of Born Stuntacular, or this will probably be at Five and Dime if I had to guess. Typically it's at Five and Dime. So go get your merch. It looks pretty cool. Uh, typically for merch for Halloween Horror Nights for me, I just buy like the all the houses or mazes. Like that, I really like they have like all of them on a shirt, and it's re it's really nice like remembrance. So hey, this year was this house, and this year was that house type of thing. Um, I've been talking too much about Universal, <laughs> but I just I'm passionate about it. No, that's 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 cool, and and I do like. We, we talked last week. It's like, even though I'm a big, giant, scary or big, giant chicken when it comes to stuff like this, it's like, I, I dig the old school classic Universal Monsters. So I was excited to see confirmation that we are getting uh, Dracula versus the werewolf versus the mummy this week. Though I did think it was a surprise that the house we're getting is Dracula versus the werewolf versus the mummy versus the minions. That was that was a surprising move by Universal, but I understand that that gets the money. So, so wrong. <laughs> but uh, I'm very torn. I am attending my very first Halloween Horror Night, and I am very intrigued by the Universal monsters. But I so scared. I so scared. I will say, depending on what they come up with the like they will be scary but i think universal mm, let me not say that that could actually be terrifying <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> there's usually, it's, there's it's usually like and it's freaking dracula and oh by the way it's a mummy too well typically they have like a not a comic release house but like a, a more on theme than scares house uh, you'll be okay. It's fine. You'll be fine. Just yeah. wear a diaper. Mm -hmm. Famous last words, especially in horror movies, Steffers. What next? You're going to say, let's split up, gang. You're on Un your own, bud. Yeah, unless there's a talking dog, I am not going to split up, gang. Not even for a Scooby snack. Ooh, do you think we could get a Scooby-Doo house? That'd be fun. Uh, People want it. They haven't done it yet. That, that, that'd be a bummer. Well, actually, they want a section of the park, actually, that's like Scooby-Doo Island. But Oh, yeah, that no, would be fun. That that would be fun. Yeah, but that's all I have on Universal News. I have, like, personal, per like, maybe Universal News, but I don't want to, like, put it on the internet and then get pooped on. So mm -hmm. I will say that you should follow the socials so that um, you you maybe hear that news first if if it comes to fruition. Um, I hate being a tease, but you know how I do. Mm -hmm. We do know how you do. Uh, follow Steffers on the social. And speaking of the social, at Does Does Disney was kind of uh, active this past week because we we asked y'all some questions last week on last week's episode. Uh, it was kind of a celebration of the genius that was and still is Jim Henson and the Muppets. And we asked uh, some of y'all to share your favorite Muppet memories. And Donna, the number one fan of the show, we love Donna on this show. Uh, she got at us at Does Does Disney. My favorite Muppet memory 
is when my nephew would sing the Muppet Show song. Also, I had subscribed to the Sesame Street books for my daughter when she was two years old. So reading the books were also a favorite memory of mine. Thank you for taking me back there. Love you and Steffers. Love the show. Love Donna. Well, Donna, we love we you. We love you. Yes, yes. <laughs> And thank you for sharing that awesome memory with us. Um, thank you for being a friend. I don't know how that song goes, but that's the song. I know there's a song that says thank you for being a friend. I just can't remember the beat, but but thank you for being a friend, Donna. We love you, and we feel so supported by you, and you're pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Donna's the best. Donna is the best. But that's not throwing shade at any of our other awesome nah, fans. Nah, all the shade. Wow. Show. Wow. Okay. That's at Asian Zing 95 on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Steffers is our complaint department, but I was going to give some love to some of our other fans because another question that I asked on the Twitter machine, uh, does, does Disney uh, on Monday, I believe of this past week, it was national barbecue day. So I asked, where is the best barbecue in Walt Disney world and why I throughout the fact that I'm a fan of the Flame Tree Barbecue uh, restaurant in Animal Kingdom. Crispy got at us on the Twitter machine saying Flame Tree is very good and a personal favorite as well. I've heard great things about Regal Eagle and it's got that whole Muppet connection too, which is a plus. I haven't been able to make it out to Regal Eagle. I want to check it out like Crispy and it does have that Muppet connection. So I would be drawn to that. By the way, check out Crispy's YouTube channel. Some really cool videos. He's putting out over there and then our friend lewis disney pick a day he does make a very good point wow i would not have guessed you would have said that there is a nomad lounge ribs so close by which is a fair point good call lewis i like flame tree harambe and nomad about even flame tree is good classic barbecue harambe has that african spice and nomad is just special and then he also says regal eagle is in there too Wow. I really, okay, so I'm just going to say this is a hot take. It's not even a hot take. It's just a statement. I really enjoy the um, interaction that y'all have consistently been uh, putting out for us on, on the tweets and on the, on the pages. Um, I have had some people reach out to me in the DMs and just share some really sweet, like, sentiments and sweet, like, tips and sweet just being nice. And I like it. And I appreciate y'all for... Always adding us in yeah. a good way. If Best you add fans. us in a bad way, typically I probably won't read it. But you, you mm -hmm. can add us in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, you will just be mute and or blocked. But 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 feel free to do so. Another uh, thing, I believe uh, it was, uh, I believe this was on Wednesday. Uh, apparently, it was National Dinosaur Day. Why am I telling y'all that? Y'all y'all knew it. Y'all probably celebrated, had dinosaur parties. So I asked, since this is a Disney and Universal podcast, what is the best dinosaur-themed attraction in all of Orlando, Florida, and why? Now, Steffers, since you are Mrs. Universal, you want to weigh in on this conversation because we have three attractions that I pitted against each other. We have Dinosaur in Disney's Animal Kingdom. We have the Jurassic Park River Adventure, and we also have the Velocicoaster. Those last two found in uh, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure, respectively. Throw away dinosaur. 
Okay. I do like the like. Okay, wait. I'm ranking these, or am I just picking the best one? I've, I've you can rank listen. them, or you can pick your best. Okay. You, you, you can pick the best one. Dinosaurs at the bottom. Dinosaurs okay. at the bottom, and I will say the only reason why is because I have to ride it. Like I have to be in the front, and I also the last time I rode it, I got so nauseous because the dad in front of me had his phone flashlight on, so I was too uh. distracted, and I was looking down and the jerkiness, and it was just a lot for me. I like the overall ride because it definitely gives me. Ooh, no, let me not tell you what kind of vibes it gives me because people will at me that that's not even a thing. Um, just... You did just say to add it at you. So, yeah, they, 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 but they not bad ads, not bad. <laughs> it just gives me, it, it throws me back to some extinct attractions at Disney that I love. So, like, I like the overall. Um, I am a Jurassic Park stand. Not that there's anything wrong with World and not that Velocicoaster isn't the best. I just have to go with the OG. At the top, I like if Velocicoaster was Jurassic Park themed, I think that that would be like all encompassing 10 out of 10. Um, and then Velocicoaster in the middle. Now, Velocicoaster is a great ride, and River Adventure is a water ride. It's not the same caliber, but we're talking about franchises here. So, Park World Dinosaur. Okay. TM. Okay. Um, I would happen to agree with your ranking. Um, As you should. That's the only correct ranking. I don't, uh, there's uh, no uh, debate. Of course, sure, we'll get to some other answers on Twitter that, that might disagree with you, but it's like, uh, here's kind of a, maybe a Disney hot take. I'm not a big fan of Dinosaur. Like, I I don't think the animatronics look all that great. Uh, you mentioned how the uh, attraction kind of makes you sick and bumpy. Uh, on one of my last rides on Dinosaur, like midway through, it made me so nauseous. I practically had to keep my eyes closed the entire time for fear of me uh, up chucking to, uh, to not get too graphic. Uh, that's, that's how uh, much it hit me. And plus it's like, I know a lot of people like that Dr. Seeker guy in the pre-show with his, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. I hate that guy. I low-key cannot stand Dr. Seeker. That guy sucks. Hate that guy. Yeah, it just makes me nauseous. And I just, uh, yeah. It makes me nauseous. I like the overall, like, what they're trying to accomplish. I just don't want to have to barf to accomplish it. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. And, like, like, and... and and it's a bummer that I feel that way about the actual attraction itself because I think the theming and 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 the and the queue for dinosaur it's pretty dang cool. But you do have, but you do have to eventually get on the attraction and the attraction itself is eh, kind of leaves me wanting more. But uh, I haven't been on Velocicoaster, so uh, my obvious answer here is going to be Jurassic Park uh, River Adventure. Um, some of the animatronics could stand for an update, but still, for my money, when that big giant T-Rex comes busting out of the water there at the end, right at the drop, I mean, just talking about it, the hair on my arm stands up. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, so I'm going to go River Adventure for my answer here. We got some answers on the bird app as well. Michael says, hands down, my favorite dinosaur attraction in Orlando would be the Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios. Uh, River Adventure gets another vote. And then Lewis weighs in, ah, the complicated question of best. I haven't made it on Velocicoaster, 
but I can tell it's the best in the thrill department. But Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom is more immersive, still thrilling, and has the line, we're not going to make it, we're not going to make it. So on this one, we will agree to disagree, Lewis. But uh, yeah, those are... uh... Oh, and then uh, Friday was National Pizza Party Day, and I asked where you're having your pizza party at Walt Disney World, and Justin Monorail, who is back on the Bird app, follow him, Justin underscore Monorail, uh, says he's going to head to the sunshine season and try those new pizza rolls. So uh, yeah, that's where he's having his pizza party. Thanks for all the interaction on social, guys. That's fun. Uh, keep an eye at Does Does Disney. I'll try and throw some of those questions up there. Or if uh, you want to throw a fun question up there, do it and tag us and we'll retweet it. We'll we'll, we'll get a conversation going, y'all. Because y'all are the best fans in, in, in the podcasting game. We do it for y'all. We do it for y'all. Can confirm. We do do it for y'all. And I did say do-do because yeah, I had to. You- you did say do do. All right, Steffers, where can the lovely listeners, the best fans in the game, find you and your podcast? <laughs> Sorry, I had to clear my throat a little bit. Um, you can find me, Steffers, with the Adventures with Steffers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. AdventuresWithStuffers.com, which is also my blog, which has tips and tricks on universal things, including Halloween Horror Nights, so you should go check that out. I am working on revamping my website and optimizing it a little bit better, but that's still a work in progress. You can catch me Monday, Wednesday, Friday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern or Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern on Twitch, twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. Sorry, I had to burp, or you can catch me burping all, all stream long. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, AsianZing95, and you can catch me on Instagram and TikTok, Adventures with Steffers. Also, if you're interested in buying some Adventures with Steffers merch or AsianZing95, like Twitch-related merch, if you've seen my emotes, they're more or less what they are, uh, you can head to my website and I have a little merch tab, AdventuresWithSteffers.com. Yeah, she, she she has a has a burp count on her stream. It's, it, it, I, I do. It's pretty ridiculous. It's gotten yeah. as high as like 20-something, so... Dang Steffers. Like, like Yeah, I'm gross. Some some gas X might might go a long way there. Follow me on Twitter. L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me. Landon Don. I'm the best. Landon Don, not the rest. That's where you can follow me 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, but muchchips.com, but much chips. Sit on your butt and merge. That's where you can find stuff I did in my college radio days at 88.3 WMTS, including coverage that I did of uh, Dragon Con, where I interviewed the cast of Futurama, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, The Venture Brothers, some stabs, uh, old podcasts I did of, uh, you know, talking video games, uh, Game of Thrones. You can feel the enthusiasm and the will to live, uh, leave my body as we talk about the final season of Game of Thrones. Still not over how it ended, but I also appear on the Phil Show News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. Steffers, any final thoughts as we hit the dough? I would enjoy some positive vibes my way. Um, I, I, If you follow me on Twitter... I did a thing. You saw the thing. That thing is in the works. And I just need positive vibes for that to work out for me. Um, I also haven't mentioned this, but as a creator, I have 
reached out to some people and I'm waiting for word on that and I could also use positive vibes for that. So yeah, do that for me if you could and be nice to yourself and each other. Yeah, yeah. Be nice to Steffers, be nice to each other, be nice to yourselves. Uh a lot of a lot of negativity out there and uh costs you nothing to be nice. So uh yeah, do all that stuff. And Steffers has a, a charity stream coming up uh uh, not uh, this Saturday, but Saturday after I next. forgot. Uh-huh. I forgot yeah. about that. That's a very important thing. Um, if you haven't heard about Stream for a Cause, it is a nonprofit organization that uh, provides grants, accepts donations and provides grants to smaller nonprofit organizations that are may or may not get the light of day. So it's not like an American Heart Association. It's like smaller needs the love all the love um and you know where your money is going type of thing and i will be raising money um during pride month for lgbtq plus organizations so if you could support me or at least share my posts i do have it pinned on my twitter and i have it as my post on instagram uh you don't have to donate if you don't have the funds but if you could just at least share my post to get more visibility onto it that would be great. It is June 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. Thanks, Landon. I forgot. No, oh, no problem. I will uh, definitely be popping into the stream to support you because you're my bud. And I also think it's awesome that you're doing that. So uh, thank a cast member and thank a team member. Disney and Universal, pay your team members, t- pay your cast members a living wage. We love coming down to your park. We love... Well, we might not love it, but we come down there and spend our money. We love spending time in your parks, but the cast members, the team members, they make the magic happen. Without them, none of it happens. Be decent to each other. Be kind to each other. Costs you nothing to be nice, and you don't know how far a kind word will go, and you don't know what everybody else has going on in their life. So be decent to each other and take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. A lot of negativity going on out there in this world right now. And your mental health, just as important as your physical health. So for Steffers, my name is Landon Doan. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Does Does Disney. Hopefully we'll see you back here next week. You've been great. We've been Does Does Disney. As ETs are staring at me, like, what are you saying? But it's fine. Oh, and I re-upped my annual pass. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Wow, Landon, I really like these um, weekend check, like the fact that we record because we do a little cute little check-in <laughs> and I can update you on my life. And it's pretty great, honestly. I forget that we ask people and I'm like, I am done. Peace out, Cobes Goat. You're a pizza party day. Speaking of messes, here we go. Oh, God, I'm going to be recording so much today. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our Sunday, Steffers. Uh... Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I figured that out, and I also got my incentives. I can low-key give you a sneaky peeky if you want. Oh, yeah. Barf. Valorant. What is that? The game where I pew-pew people. Oh, okay. Minions equal money. Barf. Hi, Gimli. He sat up at the end. He's a cute butt. He is. He's a poop butt, cute butt.
and waiting for my pub sub for my tum tum. Yeah, I'm gonna maybe drink more coffee and uh, hug Gimli a little bit. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right, take care. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic Morning Monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that. Oh, 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 o